you need to go I take mean, advantage she, of them. But she has a she must let's let's just assume that she does have a real problem and I feel like she will get money from other people, but I feel that if I give her money, that it's just contributing to something right. negative. Exactly. Exactly. So what I don't if, do what it. What if she were honest with it? She was one of those people. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> money for drugs, money for booze. <laughs> yeah, I had a guy ask me for a yeah. five bucks. No, not five bucks. He asked me for a couple bucks the other day outside of a gas station, and he said, I want to go get a, uh, some beer. And I said, all right, here you go. Yeah, so you like the honesty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you like the honesty. Beer. Go get some beer. That's just what you need, sir. Beer. I'm looking at you. What you need is beer. I had a guy in Five Points who threw my pennies on the floor when I put them in his hand. Well, I'm not good enough, Nick. And yeah. then and then he turned it into, a, oh, so you don't like black people, huh? Oh, God. I'm like, no, I'm mad at you because I just gave you free money and you yeah. threw it on the floor in front of me. What's wrong? Like, what? yeah. These ain't He's, real. Ugh. He's not. He's not grateful because you got the homeless people and the other people begging for money who say they'll take pennies. They'll put it out there. I'm fine with pennies. Yeah. Give me your pennies. I had a guy the other day on the train asking for money. Uh, and when no one gave him any, he pulled out his Samsung smartphone <laughs> and started playing Sudoku. <laughs> That's just outrageous. Well, but you can buy one, get one free on certain plans right, right now. So maybe maybe I know, but there's with. a monthly bill involved here. I, I, mean, <laughs> it was just, I mean, you could prepay, sure, but I, right. think I, I, I bet this guy's just going wherever he needs to go. He just, just figures he'd ask for money on his way. And That's right. You can get a slice of pizza for what he makes on the train. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's not his main job. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not helping your cause. Uh, also, I think I don't know if, remember if I brought this up, but heroin addicts, like there's these two people who sit in the subway station, same subway station where I saw someone commit suicide. Yes. This is a great station. Uh, they sit at the end of the platform <laughs> and they just shoot up heroin and they throw their needles all over the tracks. <gasps> How do they allow that's, that? That's the part. That, I don't know. I don't know why they haven't caught them or kicked them out. Uh, I was going in one day, going into the station, and there was a guy, a crusty white dude standing there. He's like, can you swipe me in? And sometimes people ask for this as people are coming out. If you have an unlimited card, some people are nice. Like, all right, fine. It doesn't cost me any extra money. But you can only swipe once. You have to wait like 18 minutes before you can swipe again if you're going in. I was like, I just went in. It doesn't even make sense to ask me. Right. So he got, he got angry. I walked down the stairs, and I saw the girl sitting down there with a pit bull. <laughs> Ugh. They always have a pit bull. I don't. Why, why do they, they always have dogs? You know why they drag dogs around with them? I don't understand. But then I was like, oh, now it makes sense. That's uh, her guy up there. And he came down, and immediately she ran over to him and said, "Give it to me, give it to me." And they started cooking it in front of me. <gasps> they don't. I mean, they don't care at this point, right? No. Yeah. And even even me, I'm like, yeah, hey, who cares? Do your drugs. But the needles on the track—that's what pisses me off. It's a health hazard. Thanks a lot, like, De Blasio. Yeah, so oh, don't get him. Don't get him going. He's a fan. You're not sell. You're not selling your neighborhood very well to Eric, who already thinks you live. Yeah, in that's, yeah. that's not my neighborhood. That's, that's, oh. my, that's my work neighborhood. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, these people were on the train a few weeks later. We're just trying to get to a hotel. The only hotel we found that would accept dogs is in Staten Island. It's eighty dollars a night. I have forty dollars now. <laughs> Any help that you can, I'll show you the $40. Any help you can give will be greatly appreciated. You don't have to give anything. God bless you. We appreciate all your help. No one gave him money. And he just stood there in disbelief. He's like, nothing? He's like, f- f- you all. <laughs> Sorry. I Mark that time. I know um, it's WSB. I forget. That's okay. You were you're in the moment. You're in the you, story. He was, he, it was news. He was quoting what someone else said. <laughs> we still have yeah, to go but, back. Uh, and yeah, the FCC don't care if you're quoting. <laughs> But um, I knew those people, and they got like our next stop is the next stop, and it was the stop where people buy drugs, and everyone knows that. And like, oh, and this is your stop. Interesting. <laughs> and the was it is it Shandling who had the joke about the 
homeless people with dogs like this what a, what, a, what, a, what the deal for the dog what a terrible no, deal no it's like, uh, norm mcdonald oh yeah it's like the, oh yeah it's, it's like it's the it's longest like, walk i ever <laughs> longest walk i've ever been the longest walk ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad for the dogs of homeless people they don't know and you got a dog there a dog is a, poor dog is just <laughs> in the longest walk ever <laughs> <laughs> Did you just swear? I think so. Yeah, he's throwing out. Ah, so GD, I think. So. Yeah. Throw a little GD in there. Now, see what happens is you pop the cork, Greg. All right, Autumn, now we have yeah. to go. To, we got a story <laughs> and some good stuff around it, I feel. And now yeah. now let's go to the Autumn is a racist story. Okay, so a friend of mine uh, liked something on Facebook, and so it showed up in my feed that she liked it. Mm-hmm. And was from uh huffington post and it was this um poet person slam poet woman oh god who talked about white feminism and she said a quote is that white feminine white feminism is about as feminist as dr pepper is a medical doctor white feminism itself got one black friend raven simone calls itself intersectional intersectional and still shows up to your halloween party in blackface though and so she talked about like Nicki minaj calling out taylor swift you know at whatever that can i stop you for one second how often do people actually show up at halloween parties in blackface I think it was around Orange is the New Black, and oh. those people were coming as, like, Crazy Face or whatever her name is. Oh, okay. I'm, crazy okay. Eyes. Okay. Crazy Eyes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I read this article. And you and decided to argue with it. Listen, Mistake number argue. one on I said, Facebook. This is my quote. This is what I said. I said, this makes me a little sad. This message perpetuates, and I kind of used your... Yeah. your ideas here this message perpetuates that being white is somehow an original sin i love everybody unless you're a bad person then i don't like you let's not focus on race and pay more attention to the content of people's character and i'll bet and you just got slammed for that you know, sort of hatred there are some ladies who i do not know but who read my thing and said as soon as you can resolve the race issues in america we can address this comment <laughs> who is going I, to ever resolve the race issues in america that's what i said i said <laughs> You're right. I can't. But what I can do is stop dividing people who are on the same side as me by their race. Ah, very good. And it said, you're not someone else. This different person said, you're not the victim here. Stop making it about yourself. You're not the victim because that's the most important thing is to identify the victim. Yeah. And I was like, okay. so then this other person (laughs) said, your comment is an example of the article's topic. I wish we didn't have race barriers, but sadly we, we still face systematic oppression. Okay, really? Oh, that word. First, I, 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 love, I, love so, this, I love this idea that the fact, look, I agree that the fact that the president is black isn't, uh, isn't the, it doesn't mean everything is, but I love this idea that it doesn't mean anything. I'm telling, yeah. we said this before, if you could reanimate uh, Martin Luther King Jr. for one day in 2016, and he could look up and see that the president yes. was—he would poop his pants. He would not <laughs> believe that that is that, especially not even 2016, it was 2009. Yeah. You know, he would not believe it, and it's just so. I know it's not everything, but it's hard for me to believe that there's systematic, institutional, if the president of the United States is black. I'm sorry. These people are like Christians in 1528, (laughs) where you, you, you have this belief system that is forced upon you and you learn it in church or from your family. Because back then they didn't want people to be able to read. No, yeah, you learned it from that's why. That's why you went to the priest or whoever they and, can read and the, the Bible. Th- the thing about peop- 
people like that Autumn is dealing with is you are in a no-win situation. When, right. when you right. start thinking, and this is normal because all humans have logic, mm-hmm. and when you start looking at things and you say, this this is, doesn't make any sense, this isn't true, that is when, and if you profess that, that is when people start attacking you. Right. But it's more than an attack. It's, it's telling her that because she's white, she has no voice in this. Yes, yes. That and you, that really right. bothers yeah. me yeah. because I don't feel that way about anyone. Right. And so for them to come at me and say that I, I'm i lumped into a group yeah. of people who and might I've, think I've, that I've, way, I've mentioned that's that, the same as people yeah. that they don't like doing it to them. I've mentioned it before. They get out of that. But their whole thing is don't stereotype anyone. Don't do not do anything like that. What yeah, they you're do stereotyping is, me. Their minds. Sorry. Be, sorry. Big uh, bitch. You got to get that out of there. <laughs> so. um, uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what they do, I explained this on the show, is they have this faux science called social science. And so they have all these studies, and that's what white male privilege to them isn't a stereotype. It's not, no, this is science. Oh, yeah. We know. And so they have this fake science. And so in their own minds, they're not stereotyping me because I'm a white male who's 51 years of age in America. Not the way that I would stereotype a lesbian. Right. No. Mm. But so because to them, they feel that they have science behind it, which is all a big ruse. At the bottom line, everyone knows this gives us license to draw, to prejudge you, Eric, as a 51-year-old white male. But you don't have the science to prejudge a lesbian. Even though we all know they like Joan Baez more than straight people. Uh, you don't have the science <laughs> to back Etheridge. that up. Now it's Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. Back in the 80s, if you walked in, this is, this is my thing. Now I may have been right or wrong. There's no science behind this. But what I found is if I met a couple chicks and I walked into their apartment and there were those beads. Yes. And, uh, Ooh, more, in the doorway? In, in the doorway and more than one, one Joan Armatrading and or Joan Baez album and a cat. Don't forget the cat. <laughs> a cat. That they were they were lesbians. So that's a stereotype. I don't have any science behind it, but they have fake science that can tell them things about Eric von Hessler even without mm. meeting him. And in their minds, they're not being stereotypical, but it's a ruse. They're being just as stereotypical. They're being they're super judging, stereotypical. Yeah, they're judging people. By the color of their skin, which is not what Dr. King called for. And, you know, but here's the thing, and this is what I'll say to you. In my mind, have you ever read uh, 1984 Autumn? Probably not. Mm, no. I don't know how to read I've heard about Scariest it. Scariest book I've ever uh, read. At the end, with all, you know, it's all hate, thought crimes. Two and plus two equals five. five. You know, in the end, after a certain period of rebellion, the main character realizes that he still has freedom in his mind. They can never get inside of his mind and actually organically make him believe the things that, that they are saying are true. And ultimately, that ends up being his solace at the end of the book, as he realizes, okay, I'm going to have to live in this world. It's bigger than me, and I'm going to have to walk around and put on a show and act like I believe all these things. But my solace and my real freedom is that I still – they can't get between my ears – and so, and I look at it kind of this, more and more, I look at it sort of the same way because otherwise you end up in the, it's a death spiral. You're right and they're wrong, but you can't win. And it's, it's just a complete death spiral because every time you make a point, if you make a good point and somebody says, well, yeah, a white person would believe that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's not stereotyping, that's science. Yeah. So don't say that I'm a bully or you know, all, the, the you living know. embodiment of this autumn and everybody is, there was a, a um, couldn't uh, you just say everybody? Autumn would be 
part of that. Yes, I know. But I was addressing her first. There was a lecture at UMass the other day. You know, there's a tour going on right now. Are you familiar with uh, Milo Yiannopoulos? Yeah, yeah. He's like a conservative comedian. Yeah, and he's he's gay, and he yes. p- really plays it up. He calls yeah. Donald Trump his daddy. Yeah, he's a Trumpet, uh, a Trumper. Yes, a and then he's touring with this uh, woman named Christina Summers, who is a second wave feminist. She meaning she's a liberal and a Democrat, but she doesn't like the new third wave feminist. Got it. And then there's a comedian named Stephen Crowder. Well, they're invited to UMass to speak, and of course, all these you know young uh, people are in the audience yelling stuff, just disrupting them. And this poor girl, this overweight. Oh, I saw that. Overweight. Yeah. I mean, living embodiment of the victim, playing yeah. the victim card all the time. I'm fat and sexy, and you have to deal with it on mm-hmm. her Facebook. The poor girl is just throwing a fit and screaming, yelling the f word, making no point whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. But she and insisting that she's exercising her free speech right. by shutting down your free speech. Well, <laughs> and at what point, if you watch this, she like is like, yeah. you know, she like she she's being overwhelmed right. by logic, and she does not know what to do. It's like it's it's like uh, that old thing about. Uh, when McGovern got killed by Nixon and yes. only won one state, and then people in Manhattan are like, I don't understand. Everybody I know voted for him. <laughs> right. It's like this girl had never dealt with never. any opinion that didn't agree with mm-hmm. what she agreed, or I don't even know what she thought, what she was. I don't want to say indoctrinated, whatever. Oh, I find it difficult it. to believe it's her original thoughts. Right. Well, what happened to that poor girl now is she had to shut down all of her social media. She had an okay. I mean, these guys, these mm-hmm. people found everything about her. Yeah. But if you look at her Facebook page, which I read all these posts, they're all about she's 22 when she's writing, you know, feminists need to also think about black women. And, you know, and if you were supporting this, then you also have to support black lives. And it, that's her whole life. I and, 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 and to go along with what I just said about 1984, my feeling on this is I'm a libertarian. And from that point of view, I just feel sorry for people like that. You're only alive. For a certain number of years, right. you happen to be lucky enough to be in this country. Nothing's perfect, but you could have been born in Bangladesh. You could have been born in some poor village in India. You didn't have any. You don't know what what where you're going to drop, you know. And so you, it's not perfect. But if you're going to spend your whole life, you're wasting your life. Not only not only recounting dealing with your own victimhood but identifying other victims just the whole you're just going to live you are lucky enough to be in this country where there it's not perfect but it's a lot better than any place at the very least i think it's the best but I, without being jingoistic it's a lot better than most yeah. other places on, on earth america Let's, first you can agree with that that it's a lot better <laughs> uh, to go off the subject here um but anyway i would say is i feel yeah. sad for people who are because yes. i don't think in my i'm not judging necessarily this is my opinion. I don't feel like you're fully alive if you're just looking for the things that are oppressing you. You know, let me tell you what oppressed you. I know, when you, when and, you were... and that I think we've talked about this before. That I just don't. First of all, I don't normally go around seeing myself as a white person. But the more that these things are talked about, the more I do see the differences, yes. and yeah. that really bothers me because I wouldn't have noticed before. I wanted to, and now, no. and I'm not noticing like. Oh, I am so privileged because I'm white. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just living my life. And maybe hey. I, I just can't imagine hey. that I've gotten. You've got that big, big NASA salary coming in. That's right. So, yeah. There check you your are. privilege, you rocket they, you girl. You hire black people at NASA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. Check your privilege. Yeah, Travis doesn't work with any other race except for white people. Did That's you just... only people hired by NASA because white are the smartest. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know why he's looking for aliens out them. there. We got plenty of aliens right here who need help. <laughs> <laughs> a racist husband. I came here on my UFO. 
The peanut guy was smart. That was the only smart black guy. Uh, yeah, with George Washington Carver. <laughs> I, know, I don't need to remember his name. Because it doesn't matter because he's black. So. <laughs> these are jokes. I, just let me put that out there. They're jokes. See, Eric that feels, sad, jokes. And sad, that's another thing. How about is Christmas that you can't addicts. make jokes. No, no. Shh. No jokes. No, yeah, no jokes no on these. I already I feel I filled the quota, which is zero. So I've actually passed the quota. Going, the you know, I want to divert off that because you. You're saying, well, I want to say one thing. Yes, I want to say more than one. Hold on, now one at a time, children. Great. Well, I was just going to say, Eric feels sorry. I just feel exhausted. Not like yeah. hearing, hearing this whole conversation. I just sat back and it was tiring me out. But not yes. just me. People who partake in it constantly. It's a constant grind. You can't stop. Do they not get tired of this? And there is that whole thing where Autumn said, "I'm really on your same uh, on the same side as you." And you, mm-hmm. why are you driving a wedge between that? Because overall, the bigger picture. Yeah, we agree. And then it gets into this minutiae. You don't that's, understand that's how, what BS. I've been. But don't you so think we need right? Doesn't that, doesn't that have star power now that I'm more of a victim than you are? Oh yeah. Oh, you may be yeah. a woman, but at least you're a born white. Mm-hmm. How do you keep it up? I'm just tired. <laughs> Listen, like, uh, there's a reason I'm not on social media, and uh, like it was more than, or it was less than that really yeah. before. But now it's more. Like it's added to the, one of the reasons I it's don't like, want to get back on. It's like the old Monty Python skit, isn't it? Like you know, like oh, you think you got it bad? Yeah, right, we used to right, well, get up yeah, at five yeah, in the yeah, morning, go yeah. to bed at six, and work for thirteen Follow hours. Beat us with a bread box. Yeah. And I was, I was, I felt like on this post that I really tried to make it about, like I, I wasn't, I never made it outward, even though. Okay, so I'm trying in the same breath. I'm saying. I'm not making it about myself. The way that I tried to handle the situation was, I'm just talking about me. Yeah, this is my perspective. This is just my perspective. And what I said things like, we can change. Like, I, I can't change the way things are from the past. You know All what right. I mean? Like, I, And I tried not to even go there. But what I did say was that I'm. it's the way that people passively teach their kids. You know, like you could tell your kids, don't judge people. Everyone's great. Everyone's the same. But then in the same breath, say... Like judge someone walking down the street right. just based on nothing, you know, and right. say and not it's just a passive thing. And those were the kinds of things I was saying. I was never coming at anyone. But it doesn't matter. You're using you're using uh, you're trying to use reason and logic. And these they're there's illogical. No currency. They're there's, illogical. There's no they currency. Are. There's no this currency. One said, if you didn't see yourself as a victim, you wouldn't have made a post blaming general complaints as the reason why white are seen in a bad light as if colonizing half the world and then oppressing those countries and stealing their resources didn't do it please don't reply with i am not responsible for those atrocities as long as you benefit and do nothing to counter them you are responsible why couldn't you just let the post why couldn't you just let the post rightfully be about how white feminism is only for white women no you had to make it about you and then i said there's nothing anyone can do to change the past, but I do feel like I am doing something to change it by raising my daughter in a way not to judge or condemn people based on the superficial. And not like good I said enough. Before, not good enough. Yeah. Not good enough. I said, also, I understand that someone might look at what I said and think I'm making it about me, me, me. But what I was trying to say is that we shouldn't be divisive within ourselves. Also, also, I feel like if we knew each other, you might not think this way about me. It's really easy through social media to assume things about people which is a real roadblock well, don't the, don't get involved i mean everything exactly. you said is right and thoughtful and i try i really did my 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 thing i think my first of all i was just trying to say like hey guys this is kind of, oh jeez oh, i'm so sorry sorry Haughty. this thing is kind of messed up what what's happening here <laughs> and then i think my after people were not taking it the way that i meant it i think my real point was that 
just think about it a little like just I, I'm coming at you in a very like you said thoughtful and mm. trying to be very respectful of your opinions and so maybe if you just took like a little grain of someone who seems reasonable and just put that in your pocket and think, well, maybe there right. is another side to this. You they're know, not, they're well, not going to think that way. They're, they're not taught that way in to, education. And you have to uh, also, really you know, there's just so much on in, philosophically there to reject from their from their point right. of view. They're not that it's not, they're not making sound arguments. They're making emotional arguments. And then, yeah, like when I, said, I was not yeah. coming at them in an emotional way right. at all. And it doesn't matter. They're always going to. The, the idea is is the idea. That you cannot have an opinion because you have benefited from from being white is as oh, ben, is as stupid as saying if I have cancer, I'm only interested in hearing from doctors who have cancer. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a doctor who doesn't have cancer, how can you speak to my situation? Yeah. You're not. Or these people would say, "Well, if you you think having cancer is bad? Try having cancer and being black." You know, it's just yeah. like <laughs> no, it's the same end. Yeah, like what you know? Nick said. Yeah. So, so it's there's nothing. I I talk. I think about this now. You know, we need to have conversations in this society about certain things. We're always talking about uh, security versus privacy with terrorism and then your security. But we cannot have a conversation. We can't actually come to the table and say, hey, we want security, but we also want privacy. So let's go to the table and let's have the conversation. There's the security camp, and they're loud and proud. And there's the privacy camp, and they're loud and proud. Everything is siloed out, so you can't actually have a conversation. The transgendered bathroom thing. My feeling is, oh, whatever. Okay, fine. I can, I can deal with this future shock. But the concept that there should not be a conversation about it. We're changing something that is different from anything in the history of our country. And the fact that the other side is saying, even you batting an eye at this change is hatred. But there's but, no support from the media. Com- but why can't we have a conversation Because that says- the media won't allow it. The yeah. media is automatically, and, and this is everybody, is automatically on the side of, well, let's just have freedom for everybody. Instead of saying, well, yeah. why should my daughter be and I why should I and and have my daughter be subjected to a male in the bathroom right and yeah. then again it goes because back, because you're a hater because that's not a male but it goes back right to, and that, in that person's mind they're not a male anymore right that's right which is fine what I'm saying is can we at least have the conversation yeah. without one side saying everybody on the other side is a potential pedophile and the other side saying right. everyone on the other side is a closed-minded bigot hater when this changed Two minutes ago, and how? <laughs> Two minutes right. ago, and you know, you know, when when the the great thing about the civil rights movement, one of the many great things about the civil rights movement in the '60s is, after a lot of that legislation went through, after you got through the mid '60s and the late '60s, people in that movement had an open arms, like we can't do this alone. It was okay to be against us five years ago and now be enlightened and now see, you know, and that they had an open people were allowed in mm-hmm. who maybe had fought against it. it for the their minds because they you know, learned. There was an understanding that people don't turn all tradition and all culture on a dime and 
So it wasn't like the 1965 voting was it 65 the Voting Rights Act four what, 64 oh civil rights was civil, four civil, so uh, civil rights whatever the Johnson one uh-huh. the Major Johnson was um, it, they didn't act like you know if you weren't always for this for the last hundred years yeah it was like okay times are changing there is a future shock there is going to the idea that we're going to make this transgendered situation change with bathrooms and. No one is going to go. Oh well, this is what high is, and now just doing that right. makes you a hater. Um, and maybe there would be legitimate worry about not. It's like the Syrian refugees. It's mm-hmm. not the actual refugee. It's the terrorist who uses that route to get in. Right. So, As a cover. Yeah. So so not. There are people who could, if you could let them speak. Now there are bigots, but if we can move them out of the way, there could be people who are saying, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm not worried about the genuinely transgendered. I'm worried about we can all agree that there are perverts out there, yeah, yeah. right, that, that that want to be have access to this. So I'm worried that those people are going to don a wig or whatever and uh, do yeah. whatever to get yeah. in there. Now, right, and that that opinion or that uh, worry should be. Respected it and should. say, okay, I can see how you might be worried about it's that. Like the privacy, here's some, here's yeah. some information. Here's some facts. Or, for you. or, or, we're going to have a couple rules. Like, let's yeah. get together and uh, and talk about this. But my point is, we Your cannot papers, get together at the table and talk about anything. It's all silos. Well, can we? Everybody talk? is in the silo. Can we talk about how? transgenderism now as opposed to when we were younger 70s 80s and 90s whatever is kind of a fad and kind of a trend mm-hmm. and you have these parents who have the f- the four-year-old son or the five-year-old daughter who say well i want to dress like a boy today or i want to dress like a girl today and then all of a sudden it's like oh they're trans yeah and they're on local news and they're yeah, yeah it's like and then the- they start taking hormones at 10 or 11 years old that is wrong let I, them grow yeah, up and yeah. then make the decision on their own as you should adult. not make it's any like- decisions about all decisions about your sexuality should be made by you as a late teen but this ridi- to early adult, but not when you're six years it's old. It's ridiculous, though, because now they say stuff like gender assigned at birth instead of being allowed to uh, choose your gender. You are born well, with... Sex. Sex versus gender. Yeah, I know, but it's ridiculous. I think it affects... Really- go ahead. But, but, but for all of this, I feel like it affects like 1% of the nation. Exactly. <laughs> go ahead, Greg. Are there really parents getting hormones for their kids? Ten-year-old kids—is that I, happening? Like Child I, I don't abuse. know. That yes. blows my mind. Uh, that would—I I have not it seen. It did happen to one, at least one family that I saw. And you would agree that that's wrong. Yeah, I agree that that's a little crazy. I mean, look, this is the, this is this, the sexual. real real life is kind of mundane and not made for TV movies. Okay, the truth is, if your son wants to play with dolls. Or your daughter wants to play uh, cowboy, dress up like a cowboy, and climb a tree, and climb a tree. You just let it. You don't. You don't say you're not what you just. Right. You just, and if look, if six years, if they continue to play with dolls into their, you know, to their eleven or twelve, then okay, then you know. But it might just be like I'm jealous of my sister. She gets to play with yeah. those dolls, right. you know. So the the answer is not to make a big deal. Either way, and if someone is gay or has a gender uh, recognition about themselves, it's going just let it happen and yeah. be somewhat neutral as a parent and just 
God, just teach your kids how to read. Do you guys know? Do you guys know that in the midst of all of this, as we're getting enlightened and everything, this blew me away. I did not know this. I came across a stat the other day. 50% of the people in Detroit are illiterate. Did you know this? No. No, I didn't know that. It doesn't shock me after seeing it. I keep seeing commercials say Detroit's coming back, not with 50% of your people being illiterate. How is that possible? How is it possible? Not, not going to school, I guess. And you, not, I mean, how know? can, as a nation, you have no right to call yourself enlightened if you haven't fixed that. If you haven't, but, but we, this my point is, that's a political thing. Maybe now we shouldn't be uh, grammar shaming people. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, right. I, it is I saw, a thing. It is a thing. I saw that lady from the Guardian. Did you see that? The Guardian newspaper from England. Yeah. Which, by the way, is it shows you. I'm sorry, English Nick, but it shows you how superior our country is. Well, the Guardian's a pretty uppity newspaper because we don't have that. we don't have a paper in America that spends all of its time talking about how England is stupid. But the Guardian <laughs> has three major stories yeah. a day oh, yeah. about how Americans are stupid. So that just kind of shows you who's yeah, on top and who's stupid yanks. <laughs> and there they are. There's enlightened informed. Secretly, yeah. they are praying for a. Donald Trump presidency because it's gonna it's it's gonna animate them. Right, for, sure, that mayor from London. Because because once once no, we prove control, how stupid we are to them, then yeah. it's gonna. So in the Guardian, which is the most politically correct, everything is Absolutely. you know. So uh, there was I I don't know if it was the ultimate editor, one of the editors. I saw this video. I guess it's on the Guardian, and she was talking about how correcting someone's grammar is a white privilege. It's like, should there be no standards? A professor got in trouble for doing that to a student in the United States. It's insane. He took points off his paper for misspellings and grammar, and the kid threw a fit, and they fixed the paper. Yeah. Or yeah. they fixed his grade. When does this go to math? Because I don't want you building the next bridge if no. two plus two equals six, and everybody says we're not going <laughs> to, you know, we're not going to. So this idea that there should be no standards, again, not MLK's dream. Who set those standards? A white person. That may be fine, but the idea of communication is it's a key. It's a code. So we all can know. When I speak to you, you know what I mean. And when you speak to me, it's not, you know, if you start saying two plus two equals five, the whole thing just goes to hell. You have to have standards. Again, bring my mother back in it. I've said this before. My mother was born. They called them river rats. They were down by the Genesee River. <laughs> you couldn't be poorer in 1933. You know, secondhand clothes, you know, just, you know, just the poorest, river rats. And the public school education in this country at that time was so good that out of the poorest of the poor of the poor, my mother had perfect understanding of grammar, sentences, beautiful handwriting. Oh, I love uh, that handwriting standard that people don't get anymore. Oh, My just, dad's the same way, the, cur- the, the cursive. Yeah. It's yeah. called something. Yeah. It's called the something method that everyone was taught. Yeah, and it's, and so she had, look, she came from nothing, but, and, you know, she was a waitress but or it whatever. Prepared all her, it, yeah, right. it prepared her. It prepared her to function in the world. She knew how to balance a checkbook. She knew how, the things right. that are fundamentals. You have to have standards but eric eric people in these you know urban communities they can't have checking accounts yes. oh there she goes again look at yes and that's but that's it. but she's speaking like the left which is which is they don't even understand how they are. Right. they're saying they're saying you can't do it without us and if i was yeah. black i'd be like go to hell i do not need yes. your help 
uh, either black female activist or white female activist. Yeah. What I need is a level playing field, and maybe Mike, maybe I, I don't know. It is possible to be born rich and black in this country. Okay, hey. it happens. It does happen. <laughs> Last night at Trump's rally in California, which I watched live, he put on people who's, um, you know, had lost somebody to violence from mm-hmm. uh, illegal immigrants. It was all political. But yeah. The first person he put up there was this African-American guy. He wasn't the most well-spoken person on earth, but he, he was passionate, and it was about how he his son was going to football practice, and they were going to go out, and his son went to the mall, and his son walked home from the mall, got shot right outside of his house <laughs> twice, and he watched his By white son- people? No, by his, uh, oh, illegal, illegal immigrants. Alien, right, right. So he, he went and, and he held his son while his son died in front of him, this mm-hmm. kid that wasn't involved in any crime or gangs or whatever. Right. And I was watching and listening to it and it was passionate and I wasn't thinking about race. I was just thinking about- A father. The United States, yeah. a father. Somebody Human- who humanity, does, yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah. Who, who enjoys being an American, who yeah. did everything the way you, we were taught when we were younger, you were supposed to do it. And now nobody gives a- about activists him. are going to rally more around the person who did it than the father. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is you know we it, it's a very and Trump's it, it's a racist. All, see, it's all based on we are not good. Mm-hmm. We are not a good country. We are not a good people. Therefore, we don't have the right to say that criminals are worse than somebody else. Because why are they criminals? They're criminals inside of this horrible country that we've created. It's the system's fault. And so that's where it comes from. And you have, philosophically, you just have to reject that at the bottom of it, which makes you not have to sit through these conversations. Get I know, on. one of these, this is not on my post, but somebody else on somebody else's post said, if you believe that, like in the 70s, the white, uh, the, um, feminist movement was started for the right reasons, then either you don't know what those reasons are or you're a white supremacist. Right. Of course. Yeah. What? We're all, and, and it goes, when, when, when it all comes out of so, social sciences where basically they, they have convinced themselves yeah. that, Eric, I know how racist you are even though you don't. Right. Because you're inside of it. You're blind. But, and, all, and, then, and then it's like, well, is it possible to be racist if you're not white? No. No, no it's not. Mm-hmm. Because... Maybe it's symptoms that you would see as racism if you were right, but because it's from the oppressed class, it can be explained away mm-hmm. as something don't natural. Don't people see that that attitude? Talking, I feel like just noticing the difference between. I mean, noticing. Okay, using an adjective to describe someone is not the same as what I'm saying. Noticing, like. Right noticing the differences between people and saying like well he's a jew and he's white and he's chinese and she's black you know like what does that have anything to do like yes we all have different yeah i'm sorry eric journeys that we've been on but just because yours has been harder than mine doesn't mean that I can't sympathize with yours. And in some ways, maybe mine was harder in some ways. Sure. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not... We all have we, hardships. Yeah, look, all, none of us We have all have lived. a cross to bear, and we're all yes. going to die. And people should stop <laughs> People should stop saying racism every 10 seconds when what they really mean is prejudice, right. bigotry, yes. Racism means one thing. Racism one thing. Means, There's only one definition. That my race is superior to all other races. That's it. Yeah. That's no, it. No, no, prejudice no, no. prejudice no, no, is no, prejudging. No. Oh, Greg disagrees. Uh, yes, yes, language, yes. Language is fluid, and Webster's will change that before you know it. Oh, Webster's has. I used to listen it to a guy. It literally means something yeah. different. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, there's a, a guy I used to listen to who is a, a Randian, Ayn Rand guy, and oh, he, used to, he used to say, 
never consult a dictionary that was printed after 1940. Oh, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> because everything never, has been twisted never and Never consult stretched. a funk in Wagnall's dictionary. For some reason, that seems to be the lower brand. You stand up in your funk, right? <laughs> get your funk in Wagnall's. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, autumn, autumn, though. I mean, I don't know. I, you're in like the midst of the five stages of defeat you're still in the yeah. logic yeah. phase soon you'll be with me in defeat and then i think the final one is insanity <laughs> I don't, there's, there's two more i can't come up with right i don't now. think that i don't i think to me it's just unplugging from it just deciding not to play that game when people not engaging i'm yeah. and i normally don't i know i, really I know but it's hard and, and, it's hard and almost i almost wanted to con i wrote an email to the person who liked that original post Mm-hmm. Um, because I know who she is. I mean, we haven't spoken since high school, but right. we know each other and we follow each other on social media. And I wanted to email her and just say, like, listen, I respect your opinion. And I want you to know my thought process behind what I said. And like, or even if you saw it or whatever. And I'd like to know your thought process, you know. But right. then I thought, Ugh. That's too yeah. much. You're not, look, you, you're, too you're, much. You're, you're Wait, that's getting... one of the that's one of the stages. Stage number four. One of the concentric I, circles. Yes. I have some mom friends here that are black ladies, and I would love to like be in the middle of a bottle of wine and tell them about this and ask them like, what do you? Uh, think? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'd, I'd like to have someone, like a face-to-face conversation with someone who I respect. I don't talk race with white people. I don't talk yeah. race with black. I, I just, to me, it's, it's not just, really about race. It's more about but this it's, thing but it's, and how not, it turned into a racial. You thing. might as well be battling the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's. It doesn't. And how else do we? How else do we resolve things? I like think this? that you. I don't think that there is any resolution. I think that you, it gets resolved at the ballot box. People, either people get power or they yeah. don't get power. Right now, that is very ascending in power. But I yeah. feel that it may be peaking. I feel that there are many college professors now who just want to tell their kids, you know what? Take a walk. Well, it starts go in to elementary another, school. Go to another college. Everybody relax. It does. That's my thing. But, I mean, it's people are being I – mean, Obama's relaxed. not behind this. Obama has no. spoken against saying that conservatives should be able to speak on kids. This is new. This is freaking yeah. out liberals who are – in their like my 40 this is new the idea that speech should be actually shut down that you shouldn't hear the other side of the story is new and you can't say just because you're right you are just like any movement on earth in all time that tried to shut down opposing speech just because you look in the mirror and see somebody so wonderful doesn't matter you are no different than the most oppressive regimes that have done that. You either, it, it reminds me, I was gonna, I almost went off on this thing. I was, I don't watch Comedy Central very much. I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast or the other show or just, I get confused just talking. <laughs> but I came across, uh, on my, in my Twitter feed, Josh.0. Josh.0? Tosh. Tosh.0, Tosh. Tosh. sorry. Uh, and I'm somewhat familiar. I've seen the show a couple of times. He's not, a funny guy. Yeah, I'm not all that impressed. He it's, says whatever's you know, on yeah. his mind. He's so seems. mean. Um, so <laughs> yeah, he, but he has a smile. He on has his a face. little meme thing on <laughs> a little. You know, one of those cards got him on it, and it says, uh, "America is the best country in the world" in big letters, and then in small letters down low, "If you haven't traveled much." And what? I just thought to myself, like, you are an elitist. You tell me, jo- uh, Tosh.0. How many of these other countries with great cafes and open-minded people and bistros where people talk, 
How many other countries have you traveled to that have the First Amendment? Can you tell me that? America's the greatest country in the world if you haven't traveled much. My question to this dude is, all these wonderful places you've traveled to, how many of them have had the First Amendment? Because I don't even know. I don't think that there's a hand. I don't think. There's I, none. I want to say none. Try going to Germany and being a German and typing something bad about the Prime Minister right. of Turkey. Yeah. Germany will turn you right over yeah. to Turkey, and that's yeah. what's going to happen that's in a, the EU. There's a comedian yeah. that is on tr- going to be on trial, and Germany is allowing it to happen because he made fun of the Turkish Prime Minister. Right. And Turkey, so so you know, you live in a country. It's not about cafes and the roads and these dumb people who like Donald Trump. From your point of view, it's about the fact that you live in a country where you can say, outside of threatening, you can't threaten a leader, but you can say anything you want about a leader. You can get you can get scatological. Mm-hmm. You can, and you do not go to jail for that. That's what makes it. The greatest country on earth, you moron! Not because, not be, be, you know, the fact that you just don't like the cafe life here. Well, people in uh, Germany and England get arrested constantly. Yes, Canada for too. Facebook posts. Yes, Canada too. It's Canada not as much, too. but it's getting there. That guy Mark Stein, who fills in for Rush Limbaugh, yeah. was taken to court by Canada yeah. for hate speech because of you know something he said about Muslims and I read it and it wasn't that it's nothing that would get you any trouble in America right nothing here you can show up at a mosque and set yeah. the Bible or set the Quran <laughs> yeah, right and people just make they laugh at you yeah. right they you know your speech deserves other speech so if you're gonna walk around down the street in silly outfits with hoods on yeah then I'm gonna make fun of you oh you know? wait I'll shut up after this but you know there was a rally here over the weekend oh, right. last weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the another of, clan thing? Clash of the idiots. Well, you know, like eight clan guys show up and 7,000 Well, they, they had a permit to protest, didn't they? They Those did. Guys, yeah. And then the counter-protest showed up. But the people there who got arrested for wearing masks were anonymous. So ah. that's against the Lawnstone Mountain because of the Klan, and yet these people who hate the Klan are the ones who got arrested. So the Klan have to show their faces. It's illegal to show. Well, yeah, it's illegal, right. especially at Stone Mountain, where the Klan was right. primarily Well, know, it was born. resurrected. Yeah, resurrected. Uh. I mean, there was more There was more riot police there than anything else. There were so many riot police there there surrounding, th- 300 sur- protests surrounding there. the white power group that were in one side of the parking lot. And they're the ones and who then, picked up the smoke bomb and threw it at the cops. Then, well, here's another thing. Oh, the white power guys did? No, no, no. So the Trump rally was it last night where? where there was violence outside and it was all protesters were smashing cop car windows. Was it last night? I, it was last night or the night before. I just saw the news this morning. Because last night was, was in a, San Mateo. Uh, he did an outdoor thing. But there was, this is like smashing car windows and uh, cop cars. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing for Trump people. If you can get to them and say, I know this is counterintuitive, but they need to take the Gandhi MLK approach. Because here's the thing about most of these protesters. These are... Uh, uh, Occupy Wall Street types, they're anarchists. Right. If you just let them go, let the country see the pictures of, you know, I was thinking of, you know, that Norman Rockwell painting of the, the little black girl who's going to school and there's a tomato against the wall yes. behind yeah. her and she's in that white dress. If that little girl, that's a real little girl, you can see the footage of her going to school and all these racists yelling at this little six-year-old black girl as she's going to school. If she had pointed her finger or her parents were yelling back, right, you wouldn't have that obvious picture for right. everyone. Mm. You, you, if the Trump people were smart, let these anarchists reveal themselves to the country. Once you start punching back, it's just a melee. It's anarchy. Yeah, it's two sides of hate then. But if you just allow 
Just allow them. They'll smash. They'll. They're not going to stop at cop cars. Allow them. They'll smash Starbucks windows like yeah. they do when they go to WTO things. Let them reveal themselves as to what they are to the country. If you want your guy to get in the White House, because if you start hitting back, then it's just like this is just craziness. Who else is running? Okay, pull the lever for that person. Right. I don't want this craziness. Allow these people to reveal themselves. That being said, before we go, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the Donald Trump thing because since you know he won. Decisively, he won every county in all five states the other yes. day, and Yay. Ted Cruz. If he doesn't make some noise in Indiana, this needs to stop. Look, I won Wyoming. Bernie needs to jump out. Look, this is what it's going to be, right? It's going to be Clinton versus Trump, uh-huh. and we need to get on with it. Here's the thing: I don't know if you've noticed this, but Trump lately is talking about how Bernie's getting screwed. Yes, Bernie should. Trump has got some stuff up his sleeve. Of course. He oh, is he not... wants to be against Bernie? No. no, he wants Bernie supporters. No, he is going to go to the... This is... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but he's talking about how Iraq was wrong. Did you see Bobby Knight when he introduced yeah, him? Yeah. He said, he's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's... and That I'm... foreign policy speech he gave the other day made my nipples hard. <laughs> there were certain parts of it. And I think that some of the... <laughs> we, can, we can go into more of that in the next one because that's kind of deep. Yes. But I think that some of the criticism of that is absolutely wrong, the idea of him being uh, uh, contradicting himself. I don't think he's talking about the same things in the areas Well, the that... ADL came out and said, please don't use America first because in the 40s that was used by Charles Lindbergh and the Nazis. Right, right. But all he was saying was Putting his foreign America policies, right. and he's right that he feels Americans feel like their president worries as much or more about the rest of the world when deciding things than themselves. Yeah. And most of us would like to go, let the rest of the world elect people or have dictators who take care of them. We'd like our elected official to think about us first, what's best for us first, because, you know, that's why we got to take care of our own country yeah. first. So, uh, but I think that he is going to make a big deal out of student loans. I think he's going to say that uh, kids are getting screwed. And while not having a free thing like Bernie or as far as I think he's going to say that all these loans should be restructured and that they should be at lower rates. And then he's gonna, it's going to open up to say, but I'm going to bring jobs. So when you come out of school, you're going to actually have jobs to go to. He's, um, he's also going to go. He is he is going to be in a, he is going to be a Republican in a debate, and he is going to come as close to calling George W. Bush a war criminal. As, he is going to sound so left mm-hmm. on certain things that it's going to believe me. I believe Hillary would rather run against Cruz because he's just a, he stays in his lane. He's a he's he, you understand where you know he's coming what you're from. getting going. You know in. what you're getting. And, you know, what I find interesting is Trump the other night said, you know, all she has to play is the woman card. Mm-hmm. If she if she weren't a woman, I don't think she get five percent of the vote. And then there's all this blowback, almost much like what you were talking about. Uh, to be, He's saying that she would only be successful as being a woman. And that's that's sexist. Look, can anybody deny that she's. Using the fact that she's a woman as one of the reasons she says it. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it be great to have a woman in there for a change? You know, I mean, so <laughs> how can it be that we're going to have contests for the presidency where one side can actively bring something up and say, this is a reason to vote for me. And the other side doesn't have the right to bring that same thing. It'd be like saying, I want to cut all taxes to 20 percent. But the other side doesn't have a right to tell you why that's wrong. Right. 
You know, she's actively saying, wouldn't it be nice to finally have a woman? Well, she has that condescending uh, fake liberal tone because she's not really a liberal. Well, whatever. But she's being forced by Bernie to go way over there. I know. I think it's going to be an interesting. I think Trump would be wipe the floor with it. I don't think <laughs> Trump is going to run as a Republican. The Eric Erickson's of the world, the never Trumps. Never Trump. Are the ones who are more right about Trump. The left is wrong. He mm-hmm. doesn't care about gay marriage. No. And he doesn't care he, about transgender bathrooms. He's not a racist. He's not, he doesn't care about that stuff. Uh-uh. He's not going to be animated about that kind of thing. Ted Cruz, from a constitutional perspective, sure, cares about that stuff. And he's the bigger threat to the progressives than Donald Trump's, this cartoon version. And most people, believe it or not, have not even begun to tune into this campaign. Mm -hmm. They've heard about it. Um, I saw a thing that some 60 to 70% of the country has said, I haven't thought about it at all. Really? When this starts after the, it's going to be him against her, and I believe that Bobby Knight thing shows something. He's not going to run as a Republican. No, the he's fears, a populist. The fears of the Eric Ericsons are the ones that are real. He's not a true conservative. He is going to run as a populist, and he's going to he's going to run as a I've, I've you know I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. A little touch of nationalism. And I don't. Again. He has used the Republican Party yes. to yes. run as an independent, yes. basically. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And. But if he wins with that, that shows you that the Republican Party needed it because they just lost two in a row, had their butts handed to him two in a row. So, but if he loses with it, who knows what happens? But if he wins with it, think of what will happen in the congressional elections two years later. Will will there be senatorial candidates and House candidates that are like that and they're open and they're and they're not afraid to talk about the real things like Obama? Right. Now that being said, you know I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not going to vote for Clinton. I'm voting for the Libertarian. And I'm not I've saying said, who I'm voting for. I've said I have an open mind. <laughs> if uh, Trump becomes president and he's a good president for four years, I'll vote for him again. I <laughs> cannot take that leap of faith. But as far as why does – this guy has dispatched 16 competitors. Why is the establishment – by that I mean the media and everything – so sure that he can't dispatch a 17th with Hillary Clinton? Why are they so sure they don't want that he can't do to her what he did to Jeb Bush? I don't think they want to believe I think, it. I think the crooked Hillary stuff is going to stick. Mm-hmm. I think that more than explaining why it is Benghazi, whereas Benghazi is like a thing put up a shield. People put up a shield. I'm tired of They're it. They're all in a, it together but, for the agenda, which is to destroy any nationalism in national borders and to make everything global and open for banks and businesses. But see, there's, uh, there's a libertarian side of that, too, and I'm a libertarian. I do believe in, without the threat of terrorism, mm-hmm. I, 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 I just don't have the problem with immigration, and I don't buy the idea that that's a really one of the main reasons that people don't have jobs. I don't buy that at all. The fact that our growth in the last quarter, have you looked at that? Mm-mm. 0.5%. That's why we don't have jobs. If you had, <laughs> if you had growth for three or four years that was between 5 and 7%, it, it would it would cure a multitude of sins. It would, the, people would stop complaining. They would have jobs. They would, you know, and good jobs. Mm-hmm. You have no growth, and that's why I don't believe that white people or even lower class anybody, no matter what your race is, it wants to go out and pick lettuce. I don't believe that. I don't believe but that. But if we put tariffs, light tariffs, and a little trade restriction, we could bring back some of these businesses. 
I don't think so. Even though when you have to, you're competing against the whole world. But you're right. But then there's that thing when they say, "Well, the job when they say the jobs are moving to China and Mexico." That's not necessarily true. They're moving from Pennsylvania, Michigan, New York to Alabama, Georgia. Well, that was, South but, but there's more truth there now. They're going to other places because of our regulations. Well, get rid of union, strangling. get rid of regulations. Well, how do you do that? Well, you just say you can't <laughs> have one. <Free> one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need. We yeah. need some good authoritarianism ah, to do the right thing. You sound like a Russian. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Putin, you know, don't screw around. <laughs> we need a spanking. This country needs a spanking and a timeout. We're losing some on the Google. We're losing on them very quickly. <laughs> English Nick went and saw his first basketball playoff game. I'd been to a couple Hawks games over the years. You know, not a big sports nut. Didn't grow up with it. But man, Steve Craig got me got some great. We got some great tickets and. Right close to the action. I mean, it was nonstop that game. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how bad yeah. uh, it was. Game five. Right. In that third quarter, man, three pointer after three pointer. Yeah. It's pretty Crazy. exciting when you're there. Oh, it's amazing. And the Hawks have won that, right? They're, they're, they're past they won the, last night. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're past the Celtics yeah. now. Cleveland. And, Is and it Cleveland? Yeah. Now it's over for them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh stop. No, well. They were an amazing team, man. Well, they were, night. man they're an okay team. Uh, yeah. They're better than the Braves. Hey, does, does number four from Boston, did he used to play for Atlanta? I uh, don't know the little name. short African American player. He was getting I, an, wait a minute, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's an African American player on one of these teams. Shut up. He's short. He's really <laughs> tiny. Future shock. Anyway, I think no, you're talking about Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he. Every, no, he was never on our. He's a no, super, he he's a well, budding superstar. Every time he got the ball, man, Atlanta was booing his. Yeah, butt off the I court. think he said something. Oh, uh, but uh, oh man, very quickly, I. I didn't watch the draft last night because I was drinking with my friend and listening to Prince. I don't but because I, I on, can read a paper. Wait, you, uh, can I just ask? Did you hear what it? happened to this guy? Uh, what's the, his the bong? The yeah, this guy. What was his name? The he gas was, mask bong. He was this this dude. We got to talk about this very quickly. So he was supposed to be what? Like after the two quarterbacks went, people thought he was going to go, right? I think he was an offensive tackle. Yeah, he was uh, top of. A considered lot of boards until con- like an hour before the draft, this photo came out. So no, but some it came out on his Twitter account. This dude, <laughs> this dude was—I don't know what's the word I want to use—social media terrorized during his biggest moment. So the draft starts. Some he has a problem with his father. People around him want money. He's got comes from a real tough past. All right, so cyberbullied as he's about his name's about to come up to be drafted on his Twitter. Somebody Laramie hacks Tunzel. Laramie Tunzel. Somebody tweets in oh. and puts a video of him from a couple of years ago with a gas mask oh. hooked to a bong, oh. smoking it, oh. and then he takes the gas mask off so you know that it's him. Oh. Then, on the same account, they start posting text messages between this guy and his old Miss coaches where he's requesting money for rent, and they're saying yes. Oh. All of this is coming down while the draft is happening, he drops from third to thirteenth. The Dolphins cow. picked him up, which is probably a good thing because yeah. he's considered the best athlete in the draft. Yeah, but 13th, I mean, maybe not the, bad, but yeah, that's a far drop. That's ten slots. Maybe the Dolphins say. did it so they could get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, he says he has this father. There's just the, the people want money. For, this is a family thing, and this guy was attacked. Damn. While this moment was going on, and while he's being drafted, all of, it didn't break an hour before. It's breaking. While he, mm. this is going on, he's 22 years old in front of the nation in this situation. It's never happened before. So to go lower, like you said he was third and he went to 13. What does that mean for him going forward? Does he make less money? Eight is it million not- bucks. Probably lost $8 million. Wow. Um, Isn't that kind of like a televised slave trade? 
Uh, what the, the draft? Uh, there's white people. The first two guys. I, I, I'm not saying the, the color. I'm not saying it's color. White. I'm saying everybody. Other but outside oh, of the millions. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah except that there's no slaves that made ten million dollars. I think it's the weirdest thing to do this. Like in England with the Premier League, you just hear through news feeds who the latest it uh, used signing to be, is. It used to be that way for it's the so NFL, bizarre. but the NFL makes so much money off these right. guys. Uh, okay. I'll tell you something I don't like. It's the idiots who show up. If you don't like Roger Goodell, you, this is where he has to be booed every time yeah. he walks up. It's like you know what is we all need our voices heard oh what is wrong with people what yeah. happened to discretion and manners autumn what if you have if you haven't it's, seen the umass video autumn google uh triggly puff that's her meme name now triggly puff oh the lady who was yelling yes because I mean, that's everybody everybody goes to these things now boo yeah boo. So I'm, I'm, fine. I'm fine with the booing of goodell just because I don't know. I think it's funny. It's like professional wrestling kind of at this point. Yeah. He's, but, out, he's a character. He's a heel, and they boo him. But isn't he the host of the party? Isn't he yeah, the one who invited he – does, he doesn't have to have an audience there. He's the commissioner. Right. He can say we're going to go back to uh, having a camera inside of a hotel sure. lobby ballroom, sure, and we'll do it do that, that way. So it's, it's like, like, when I, it's it's like, like when being invited to a party, and you walk in, and you boo the host. I, I don't get <laughs> it. It's, it's like when I go to a sporting event, and they introduce like the local team that won the championship. Championship of kids and I boo them. I don't really. <laughs> well, at least that's a sporting <laughs> event, not a not a manufactured that's media. That's understandable, circus. Greg. All right, but yeah. the point is, I don't really. No, no, no. The point is that them. you boo children, which is right. just it's absolutely fun. atrocious. It's just fun. It's you just suck. Fun. You can't even throw it to second base. <laughs> Young, I hope it's going to be on Greg Russ's headstone. He boos. He boo children. Try hitting a ball that's not on a tee, you loser. Yeah, boo, <laughs> <Hey>. loser. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot more to talk about. One more time, thanks to everybody on social media and personally that I work with, texting, messages, all of that. Thanks to everybody for the support. My mom, Bonita Constance Yaw Hessler, has passed and shed this mortal coil. And I appreciate all the support that everybody gave me. And I should hope that when you go through it, you have a support system like I did. And I wish that upon you. So that was this. And we never got to... That's so Sunday. loud when it comes in. Maybe Sunday. No, or Monday. No, we're not doing that story. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Monday. Monday. You know, results came back in, and uh, Tim's little swimmers aren't making it. No, they're special oh. needs. Yeah. Way to give it away. You should have teased it. Well, Autumn, that's the tease. Autumn, Autumn you're, you're, you're... You sound you're, like you got popcorn, London. you got to stop. Yeah. Oh, man. You've crapped out. You've crapped out. That was this episode of the Digital Doctrine. We'll chat with you again on the next episode of the Digital Doctrine, but until then, I simply must insist that each and every one of you get off my lawn.